You're listening to the 10-minute think-through, a to-the-point conversation about the Bible, theology, and current events. Today we want to talk about church online, online church, live streaming. Uh, so if you'll turn in your Bible to where it talks about oh wait, <laughs> that's prob- that's unlikely. Yeah, I remember when uh, the, I think it was the Levites who gathered to watch the live stream from <laughs> yeah. the tabernacle, right? Yeah, yeah. the multi-site yeah. thing from the, yeah. Always forget about that passage. Yeah, it's in there. Yeah, so today we want to talk about this trend that many churches are participating in of um, having an online church option, but even more so the the people who are choosing to to do that, to like replace going to church with like watching on their computers. Um, and so, so I think part of what we want to talk about today is like what, like, is that even like an option, right? Like, is that a viable biblical option? Yeah, we're about to do live streaming for the first time in our nine year existence. And, um, and so we didn't, this is not like just crossed our path, right? This has been going on for a long time. We've intentionally not done this for a while. And so, um, Jared, like what reasons have you bumped into that would say that this is not a great idea? Yeah. So like, seriously, I think Ben and I have kind of at the end of every year had this conversation about live streaming for maybe three or four years um, where we say, okay, do we want to do this year? No. And part of the reason has been because um, we're going to get into it a little bit actually in a minute, but we don't want people to replace coming to a local church by watching a church online. And there are a lot of reasons we'll get into in a second, but um, that's just the bottom line. We would rather people um, go to a local church. So if you're, if you don't live near Arrowhead church, Arrowhead church is in East Tennessee. If you don't live near us, we would say go to a local church and like be involved there. Um, Don't watch our services online instead of going to a local church. But if you live nearby, or even are, are like super engaged at Arrowhead, we don't want you to step back from our church and say, oh, well now I can, I have this option to like stay at home and I can even like invite other people like to come in my house and we can all watch it together there. We don't want to, re- <laughs> like, we just don't want that to be a replacement for interacting. And we have a lot of reasons for that. And so part of the reason that we have never done it before is that we don't want that to be an option for people. Um, so now uh, we are going to be offering an online option for watching the services. Yeah, the word, Ecclesia in Greek for church means called out ones. And um, like at the risk of being overly simplistic, that probably should at least mean out of your house, right? Like at least get out of where you are and go be with someone else. And uh, so the church does not exist in your living room just because you happen to be there and, you know, somebody else lives next door who's also a Christian. Yeah, I think that I, I struggle with thinking that an online anything can replace real, you know, real human interaction. <laughs> so yeah. you think about uh, not just when it comes to a church service, but we have these uh, friendships or relationships with people online, and we are seeking to replace real friendship with online friendship. But it's just not, it's not the same. It's, it's totally user dictated. The, the outline and the whole trajectory of the relationship is, is dictated by one party. And very similarly, when you only consume church, uh, it's it's one party dictated. There's little submission required of anyone to just watch and be faithful to a, a you know a live stream or a podcast. It can be a great supplement, but I don't think that we can live purely on supplements. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, yeah, so we whey protein is not really a good lunch with nothing <laughs> no, else in there. No, um, so we had 
you know, obviously I, I've just sort of outlined some concerns that we had for live streaming and then immediately said, and by the way, now we're going to start doing it. There was so many, so much conversation that happened around like us doing it and sort of like what that would look like. And so yesterday morning, um, we had an hour long meeting where we talked through those kinds of things. And Sabrina Starnes, our operations director, had a really great quote that I wrote down where she said, um, online interactions can provide really wide relationships, but not very deep. And I think that is right exactly on the nose where you can reach a lot more people online. Like everyone, honestly, everyone that we want to reach for the gospel is on the internet, which is great. Um, so there's like a wide audience there, but that audience, our interactions online are only superficial. They're only in some senses introductory. There's no way that we can have accountability. There's no way that we can have like gospel, really deep gospel conversations or like just like living life, you know, together. We can't do that online. Um, you can kind of pretend to, but you really don't have depth. Um, and so, you know, even in other areas that we'll probably talk about more in the future too, of like, um, relationships, like teenage relationships, romantically being so much online now versus like in person and the really negative consequences of that. Um, so it's not just church. It's really like all social interactions are hampered when they're over the internet. Yeah. The church is not, Jared, you've talked about, uh, two types of church services, performative and participative, yeah. Um, church is not a place where you watch. Right, right. So like performative being, uh, it, it sort of means the audience, there is an audience, you know, in our congregation, there's an audience who watches while the church performs, uh, you know, a great concert, an inspiring message. Um, but at the end of the day, the audience has no duty, no responsibility. And that's generally where online church lives, right? So like you wouldn't watch a church online if the worship was terrible and the speaking was boring and really dry or even just poorly like delivered. And so no pressure, no pressure, man. Yeah. So like the reason you would watch online, if that's the only way that you're consuming church is probably because it's very, very good. Like the, it's like your audience member being entertained by like great content. The thing is, um, that's like a literal, like when you talk about James one twenty two, like be uh, doers of the word and not hearers only, that's a really great implementation of that scripture. Because if you are only watching online, you're only participating and or you're, there's only a performative relationship, you're only a hearer, right? And you're not a doer. And so um, the like converse to that is instead of performative, um, you can also be a participative church. And what that means is there's an actual service that requires involvement from a congregation. So instead of an audience, you have a congregation. Um, you have to sit, stand, or kneel. Uh, you can speak or you can sing. You're going to um, receive the Lord's Supper. You're going to give. You're going to pray. You're going to talk with people, friends, and family members there. Hopefully, you're going to have some really deep and real and vulnerable conversations. Um, so what we're talking about is something that is transformational. Like we talked last week, I think it was last week or two weeks ago about growth and like what is going to be the thing that grows you between now and a year from now. And I think the participative church model is what does that because if you're just sitting on your couch and you're consuming content, you're probably not changing. Uh, whereas if you're participating, hopefully in a year from now, you've actually seen some transformation. So why would we live stream our services on Sunday mornings right. then with all of these things working against us. Yeah, all these things being true. So what's kind of cool is live streaming like among churches became something that started in like 2006, <laughs> 2007 and has just really exploded. And when it began, it was only like 
only positive things. It's so like people saw it as like a front door option to your church. Like it would lead people to your church. Um, and now there's kind of this concern of, is it like a backdoor option? So it, like why in 2017, after waiting this long, would we like finally do this? And for us, there are a couple reasons. First, we want to be able to reach people who um, would feel concerned about coming to a church at all, right? So that's like, we are really hopeful that we can bring people to Arrowhead who are not a part, part of a church, are very wary of the gospel because those are the people who need Jesus. Like those are the people who need to be re- reached. Um, we're hoping that having an online option will sort of be like an intermediary step between I'm, can, I don't really know if I'm going to be comfortable there and actually like stepping through the door. So our hope is that they'll see that it's not scary. Uh, they'll sort of be able to like preview and test the waters a little bit um, and hopefully uh, actually come to the church. Uh, it's also going to be for people who are like sick or traveling who are really engaged. So like that's a huge part of it is people who are like a part of our church family who love like being here and love being a part of Arrowhead. Um, they're not here every week and we want to be able to like provide an option for them to continue to at least like be a part of it in some small way or at least hear the teaching so that they can talk about it and connect group and such. Um, so like those are kind of the main reasons that we're going to be doing a live service. But the thing is like this is experimental for us. So if we see in 2018 that like fewer people are attending because they're watching online and like our live stream numbers are through the roof, but the number of people who are sitting in seats is like way down we won't continue, right? And so like, this is totally experimental. It's something that we hope is gonna be like a resource to our people and a way to get new people um, into Arrowhead, but uh, it's not something that we're like married to, if that makes sense. Yeah, no one's having this conversation in some part of the world where um, they're not mobile or, um, you know, where there aren't a lot of reasons you might miss church on Sunday. I mean, this is all a cultural kind of thing. And also, um, first and foremost, the reason we want to do anything is uh, how will it help us engage with people who aren't already here. And so uh, that's why we're doing it. That's what we're uh, what we are attempting to uh, uncover. Is will that work? Is that something the Lord will use in our ministry? So let us know if you enjoy it. And you can check it out and be um, the options will be what Jared talk about. Yeah, absolutely. So in our case. Uh, we have an Arrowhead app, which maybe you listen to this podcast on, and it will be on there on Sunday mornings. Um, it'll also be on our website, arrowhead.church. So if you want to go on there and check it out, and um, it'll be on Facebook. We are doing a Facebook live stream simultaneously. Um, so you'll be able to watch it in like pretty much any way that you can find us online. You'll be able to find it. and Messaging yeah. and data rates apply. Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of the 10-Minute Think-Through. If you enjoyed our podcast, please take a moment to rate us on the iTunes or Android podcast store. You can find all of our episodes and submit a topic request on our website, 10minutethinkthrough.com.